It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Landon McCool. You can check him out on uh, Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Bus Coast Boys podcast. Lane, what's going on, sir? Not much. You know, uh, it's an exciting day today. We got a little bit of uh, Hard Knocks going to premiere this mm-hmm. evening, which will be exciting. Uh, you guys make sure to check out our uh, our live reaction to that. We're definitely going to have some fun. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I- I'm ready to uh, to answer some questions and talk some Cowboys football. Yeah. Week. Yeah, we've got a lot of good questions coming up, but we should first start with some big Cowboys news that happened yeah. basically right before we got onto the show. Uh, the Cowboys announced that Amari Cooper has passed his physical, uh, that he's good to come off the PUP list. Now, it sounds like the Cowboys aren't going to allow him to practice in Oxnard because there's what's the point? There's only one practice left, and then they're going to ramp up things when they get back to the star, but good news nonetheless, correct, Landon? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's not unexpected, but uh, certainly good to finally have it official. And, uh, you know, it always has felt like this has been a uh, kind of Amari slow play into training camp uh, anyway. So, you know, it's fine. I, I, I know who Amari Cooper is. I don't, I don't need to see him in training camp. So uh, apparently Amari probably felt the same way too. And I don't need to see him in the preseason either. Like just be ready for week one. And it sounds like he will be. So I'm not worried about Amari at all. I think this whole time they were just, what's, what's the benefit of having Amari out there, you know, less than a hundred percent of practice. Exactly. Yeah, it's, just, there is it's, it's not like he's he's getting reps that he hasn't already taken before. Uh, let's get him healthy. That's the most important thing for the season. Absolutely. All right, let's get to your Twitter questions. This first one comes from Tony. Uh, Landon, what are the pros and cons of trading for cornerback C.J. Henderson, the former number nine pick in the 2020 NFL draft? We took. A, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about C.J. Henderson yeah. last year. It sounds like Jacksonville is ready potentially to move on if the offer is right. Would you do it? What would be stopping you from doing it? I'm going to be really careful here because, you know, I think there are things that are going on with C.J. Henderson that are uh, probably not fully public. Um, Mm -hmm. And and that's just based on – whispers that are in the air and rumors and if you just kind of generally look at the situation as Mm -hmm. to why would they trade a top 10 cornerback his second year coming into the league um you know it doesn't sound like there's been any arrests or anything like that that's happened that's that would have soured the team 
Um, it sounds like there may be some uh, some mental health stuff going mm-hmm. on, just based on rumors. Uh, I, I certainly don't. I, I, it's, I feel kind of bad even speculating about that because like, even starting rumors. No, like but that those those, are, those things are out there. Yeah, those are out there, unfortunately. Um, so I, you know, unfortunately, it's just one of those things where. Uh, we don't really have a lot of information and the fact that they're shopping him with such little information out in the, you know, news world uh, that, that scares me, you know, to a large degree, as far as someone who's a buyer in a trade situation. So I think for the Cowboys, uh, you know, you're lucky in the sense that the uh, training camp so far has shown that you may have actually a little bit of a bench of guys who are cover guys, maybe not to the pedigree uh, of, of a, of a CJ Henderson. Um, but as of right now, I think, you know, unless you find out more information about what's going on and more information about what his situation is, um, I think this is, this is probably one of those scenarios where the Cowboys are probably happy with what they've got right now and not looking to invite, um, you know, some issues that, that they're just not fully versed in like the way the Jaguars are the team that's you know trying to trade them away. So a couple of things here that we could talk about. Um, first and foremost, I, I see, I've seen some people say that it's because he doesn't love football and that's why Jackson yeah, goes out. I, I don't think that's the case at all no. here. Um, at least from the people that I've talked to a little bit, that doesn't seem like it's an issue. seems like there's some family stuff going on. And I think CJ Henderson was actually hoping to kind of get out of the Florida area when he was drafted. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen, right? He stayed, you know, basically right in the same spot. Uh, it sounds like there's some some rough things going on there. So maybe this is the way for Jacksonville to help out a player like CJ Henderson for his own, you know, long-term interest. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's going on as well. The other thing is here, Landon, is CJ Henderson is somebody who had one really good season in 2018. Missed time in 2019 with an injury. Did not play fantastic that season. Missed eight games last year in 2020. So we saw one really, really good season from him. But, like, are are we overvaluing that season a little bit now? Because that was all the way back in 2018. Like, are, are we sure he's a, a guy that you give up assets for? I know, I know it's early in his career, but still. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a good question. I mean, like I said, uh, besides besides all that, there's there's a lot of unknown as to why he's being traded. We have a lot of speculation, but I would say there's just a lot of mm-hmm. CJ Henderson's a top ten pick. That's why we're all talking about this. Yep. It's, it's the fact that he's available is 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 newsworthy. Uh, the particulars of why he's being traded, I think, are really important as to whether or not this is worth the endeavor. Right. Um, and then like you added in, he's a one year player that kind of played incredibly well at Florida in 2018, uh, dealt with the injuries. And even before he got hurt last year, he wasn't, you know, playing incredible. He looked like you know, a rookie corner, right? Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. And, and, and certainly not, you know, something to be discouraged or, or certainly not anything worth trading away. There's, right. some, there's clearly something else off field happening that's causing this, this trade speculation. So, you know, I, I would say with the amount of information that we have right now, I would not do this trade or do, I, I mean, I don't know what my compensation would be, but I would probably not be terribly interested so, in. So let, let me, let's hypothetical. If Jacksonville offered you a third round pick or, you know, wanted a third round pick for Henderson, you saying yes or no? 
I think I, I would need to know more. Like I, mm. I, I would need to know more. That's the unfortunate side of it is I just, I need to know more information, especially in the, in the era of, of a post DAC contract, all those, all those draft picks are incredibly valuable now. And you need those play, those picks to like build your team. Well, up. To- and you also have guys you like and guys you've paid, right? You have two corners that you've paid in Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis. Those guys aren't going anywhere. At least we don't think so. You have Trevon Diggs, and you're hoping that one of Kelvin Joseph, Nation Wright, and Maurice Kennedy steps up. So I, I know why a lot of people are linking Henderson to Dallas, but they've got a lot of depth that they like. We'll see if they're they're right or not. And it's a lot of money. You know, he's a top 10 pick. Even though it's a rookie deal, it's still a lot of money for a cornerback who, you know, is – you don't – there's a lot of uncertainty about. You know? Well, so, I, I saw Jacksonville paid – a lot of his salary in year one, but you're still paying him like Anthony Brown money over the next three years. And then there's the fifth year option for a cornerback that you have no idea what's going on and what he's going to be play. Like it's, it's, it is, it's not, it's not a ton, but it's enough to say, okay, maybe we shouldn't be doing this right now. And and plus the picks, you know, again, the pick is an opportunity to have a cheap player and you're trading out a cheap contract for an expensive contract, which is, not what you should be doing at this point. All right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, this next question comes from at North of the Star. Why is this team not working out kickers? It seems like a horrible approach when we are not far removed from the Brett Maher season. Uh, in the end zone, uh, we're struggling. Why Why not? Or in the red zone, we're struggling. Why not work out some kickers? Did you see who the last uh, a kicker was who got signed? Brett Maher. <laughs> there you go. That's that's your that's your answer. I mean, yeah, there's there's really nobody out there that's gonna. It's make all the same, that. guys. Right. A, you're not, there's not like a superstar kicker that's not on a roster, you know. So if you, you you can sign this guy who's gonna miss it left, and you can sign this guy who's gonna miss it right, and you can sign this guy who can't kick a field goal over 45 yards, and sign this guy who can only make, make field goals under 45 yards. Like, it's it's. It's it's pointless. I actually find this whole lack of practicing the field goal stuff refreshing, because maybe if at the very least they won't try as many field goals next. I love it. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I I honestly can't. You're you're barking up the wrong tree if you're asking me about kicking competitions. Like it's a it's a waste of valuable practice time. Um, Mm -hmm. Kickers can kick on their own, Uh, and 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 the 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 part of of the of the operation that needs to practice the the holding and the snapping, they're already here. 
Yeah. So, and, and frankly, the kicker's already here. Yeah. You know, so like, like I, I just, I have a hard time getting upset about the kicking situation when it, it's almost like the backup quarterback situation. Yeah, it what, is a little bit. Your, yeah. What's your solution here? You're just, you're just wanting nebulous, like unnamed better backup quarterback, just the same way that you want nebulous unnamed backup kicker or, or new kicker. There isn't, a, there's, there's barely any daylight between these guys. So let's hold on to the one we've got and get them used to our operations and then we'll ride it out when the season goes and maybe we'll kick less field goals. The other thing is there's no nothing that shows like success in kicking a bunch of field goals in training camp ties over to the regular season, right? Like we saw it with Dan Bailey, like for the longest time, he never missed a field goal in camp and he gets to the regular season and it's just, it's a whole different ball game. So let's not waste valuable practice time on doing something that's I don't want to say random, but it's kind of random once you get to the games, right? I mean, it's 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 again, it's there's just a large plateau of very similarly skilled kickers, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, yep. there's there's one or two rare guys who stay rare for probably three or four years at the most, and then they fall back down to the rest of the group. So don't chase that, don't chase that dragon. Just just have your guy, let him be the kicker, get him healthy, and if. You have to replace them later. You have to replace them later. There's no reason to waste a bunch of time on it. So what you're saying is like 99% of kickers in the NFL are are replaceable. Yeah. I I mean, to a large degree because because kicking is so good. I'm buying kickersdontmatter.com right now. It's too late. I already already own it. Uh, All right. Let's uh, let's get to some more questions. Uh, This one from at Q is Cowboy. Thoughts on Israel Mukamu making the Cowboys roster this year? If you had to say yes or no that he makes the roster, what would you say? I did a 53-man roster just for fun uh, the other night, just based on where we are right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I had Mukamu making it. Yes. You know, I, I think, I think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I called his family; they were excited. Thank you. Uh, uh, you know, I think he's 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 shown you a little bit as a safety uh, in practice. Um, I think he's probably going to be an incredible special teams player. You know, I think where he's going to be valuable and, and what we've seen in practice is as kind of a tight end eraser. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's because he's big. He can he really can cover just because he's a you know, former corner in the SEC. So he certainly knows how to do that. Um, I think he has a role on this team. And uh, and I, I'm excited to see uh, if, if he does make it. I, I do think he will make it. But I think he will be the bottom, uh, you know, the, the last – safety on this team probably he's probably somebody that needs to have a couple good preseason games here coming up just to kind of solidify his spot continue to play well in practice show that you can do some stuff on special teams but i i do agree i do think he's gonna make it um all right this next question is from colin what player other than Dak would make the biggest difference if they had a breakout year in 2021 so uh let's let's think about guys that you know maybe year two year three guys that they perform really well could make a couple wins difference uh for the Cowboys. i mean cd lamb right like i i mean i kind of feel like he already broke out but okay that's fine <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like yeah i mean well i guess we should define as break what define breaking out maybe is going from is- like a average player or below average player to like a, a high quality starter so maybe trayvon diggs Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking like, like Tyler Biotish going from like a rookie center to, Hey, now you're a quality center in the league. Like that would, that would be really helpful if that happened. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I and think Bill there's Gallimore? a couple different players. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Gallimore is another one. Um, yeah. I would say that it's 
probably going to have the most effect. Yeah, like in in spots where you have weakness, right? You, mm-hmm. Where you're making weakness a strength. Um, so yeah, defensive tackle with Gallimore or uh, yeah, if Tristan Hill comes out off of pup somehow and is just a completely different looking person, that would be something. Um, you know, really. Randy Gregory kind of qualifies for this. Yeah, he kind of he's played less than a thousand career snaps. He definitely qualifies. So I would say Randy Gregory having what we expect from him, I think this year would would qualify as a break breakout year, and I think it, it would have a pretty great effect on this uh, team just because you elevate the defense to a level that it hasn't been in at a while when you have two pass rushers like that, uh, and then by elevating the defense even that little, you've suddenly you know made a team with a really good offense and a bad. Uh, defense uh, an o- average overall team into a mm-hmm. very very good team that's that's one to be reckoned with so those are the guys right biotish randy gregory neville gallimore trevon Diggs. one of those four two of those four breakout uh they're going to be just fine uh, i had a question about the cornerbacks that i wanted to ask you in just a second but before we do that i want to tell you guys about rockauto.com it's a family business that has been serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, uh, a couple cornerback questions. People are still wondering who's going to be cornerback two for the Cowboys in week one. Yeah. Um, it's a fair question. I, I did want to read you this tweet from Albert Breer, who's been at Cowboys practice over the last couple of days. And he said the clear-cut best cornerback that he's seen in Cowboys practice is Kelvin Joseph. Would you agree or disagree with that? No. I mean, Kelvin Joseph has been great. And I think, you know, but I mean, the clear-cut bet. Trayvon Diggs has made plays every single day out here. Trayvon Diggs is far and away the best cornerback out here. (laughs) To me, Albert Breer typically isn't somebody who sees things with his own eyes and, and reports on it that way. I think he's talking to somebody in the Cowboys organization that believes that. Now, yeah. is that Jerry Jones? Is that Mike McCarthy? Is it Dan Quinn? I have no idea. But for somebody to believe that Calvin Joseph is already their best cornerback says a lot. How far away do you think he is from Trevon Diggs right now? I, I mean, I don't think he's very far. Look, I, I think he is I, – I, I don't want to oversell this, but I think he – we didn't see Trevon Diggs – in training camp last year. Correct. But but just based on where they are trajectory-wise, I feel like Joseph is ahead of where Diggs was la- at this point last year. Well, especially I mean, early on in the season because Diggs really yeah. struggled to open up the year. Sure. Right? Absolutely. And, and I think that the thing is is that 
Joseph has just such amazingly natural movement skills and, and coverage skills that, you know, it. When I when I shook off and, and poo pooed the idea that he's the number one, you know, best corner out here, it's it's on the idea that, you know, Diggs has been covering C D Lamb consistently yeah. and has yeah. fought and been able to. I mean, if we're talking about like sticking with your man and 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 the ball not going your direction, I would say that Joseph's definitely in that conversation. You know, uh, and so I, I think that he certainly hasn't been bad, and I just certainly, certainly don't want to imply that with my response. It's more that yeah. I think that that Diggs has been really, really good. I think that Joseph has has earned that starting spot. I mean, I think him and Brown, even though Brown has had a good camp, I think mm-hmm. I think they have he has played well enough that if the tie goes to the runner and the tie goes to the rookie here, right? The cheaper I, guy I, too, I yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I, I don't think that anyone's going to be upset about it, or I don't know that anyone's going to be like, "Oh, that's that." They're just giving him that job, blah blah blah. He's he certainly has earned that job. I would say. What would you say, Joseph's biggest weaknesses that you've seen so far? Is it consistency? I mean, just just more making. I think he he isn't quite there yet to to making plays on the ball. He's close, but, but it's 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 more like he's just he's he's covering these guys and the ball's not going to them. Okay, you know, going his way. So. I would say maybe baiting the quarterback a little bit more, or okay. or or just making plays on the ball uh, as the ball arrives a little bit more. It's not like it's not like a, a previous twenty four. No, I was going to ask you: Is it like where no. he's in position, he's just not making the play, no, or the ball's just not, not going there? It's just the ball's not really going his way because okay. there's there were several different times. In fact, the very first practice that I like really specifically watched him, there was a ball down the field. And and he was in phase the whole time. Turned around, immediately found the football. Knew exactly where it was. Like that part of the game seems very natural to him, as opposed to Jadobe, who, who seemed to kind of fight fight things when it right. started to get his back turned. So Do I'm excited think, about Joseph. Yeah, so am I. I, I kind of feel like it. Maybe you feel free to disagree that we're going to see like a rotation at cornerback early in the season, right? Like. I, I just don't know if they're going to want to play Calvin Joseph 70 snaps. Like they might play him 40 snaps and we might see Anthony Brown outside on a, you know, a handful of snaps and we might see even Jordan Lewis playing more in the slot and maybe more on the outside. It just, it feels like that's the the way that we're trending. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that you, what you see is you've got uh, three or four guys who are probably all at similar skill sets right now. They may be at different trajectories of their career, but they, mm-hmm. I think that you've got three or four guys that are all, all probably playing similarly good football. So I think you 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 know kind of mitigate the ups and downs of your rookie by yeah slow feeding him snaps, not necessarily you know forcing him onto the field, get him get his feet wet a little bit, and then once he finds his footing and, and is a little bit kind of evened out consistency wise, that's when you stick him out at CB two and you don't look back. I agree. Um, this next tweet officially signals that football is here, Landon. Oh boy! Uh, this oh one boy. comes from Bud. If and when Mike McCarthy is replaced next season, who will the head coach be? <laughs> Guys, the season just started. Let's let's. It hasn't even started yet. We haven't even had our first real preseason game. We've had a Hall of Fame game. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not fire our coach quite yet. How about that? Yeah, it's Kellen Moore. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back late on Tuesday night for our Hard Knocks reaction. Uh, that will also be posted in the podcast section, so make sure you guys are tuning in for that. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lockdown Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.